Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the Euronet Plus Green Deal podcast. I'm Zina and today we are looking at electric cars. Is the future electric? Experts have long exposed the virtues of electric vehicles and, with the European Commission aiming to ensure that all new cars sold by 2035 are emissions-free, the EU institutions have thrown money at manufacturers wanting to invest in this field. Not to mention the attractive benefits offered to consumers opting for an electric car. Indeed, the facts speak for themselves. The automobile industry is one of the biggest contributors to climate change, with cars responsible for 12% of Europe's greenhouse gas emissions. Transitioning away from polluting engines and going fully electric is undoubtedly a crucial step in reaching net zero emissions by the middle of this century. Today, we're taking a closer look at electric vehicles. Lower CO2 emissions, yes, but does that alone make electric cars the most environmentally friendly choice? In Germany, the number of fully electric cars has hit new heights in 2021, with the registration of more than 30,000 battery-powered cars. This is not so surprising, given that the German government has cut taxes and put a range of other benefits in place to save purchasers of electric vehicles up to 9,000 euros apiece. Many German car manufacturers have accepted the need for a transition to zero emissions vehicles. Volkswagen has truly embraced electric, for example, with the company making almost exclusive use of electric technologies. But this newfound bias towards electric cars does not satisfy everyone, including many suppliers. Dissenting voices argue that manufacturers had actually succeeded in optimizing nearly everything about the combustion engine. Oliver Menzel, who works in automobile sales, concedes that electric cars certainly reduce carbon dioxide emissions, but believes that they actually cause more of a concern for our climate than diesel vehicles. The ecological footprint of an electric car is actually really scary. We have to consider the entire process, from production to disposal, and given the entire cycle, I personally find electric cars worse than a typical combustor. We don't have a global fine dust problem, but a CO2 problem, and the diesel engine is statistically the mode of driving that produces the least CO2. What's happening right now goes against uh, the reality on the ground. Menzel confirms that sales figures have been strongly influenced by the new benefits on offer to customers who opt for an electric car. This is evident when you look at the sales statistics from the past 10 years, which show that sales of electric vehicles exploded in 2020. The monetary factor is key. The German government has put in place clear incentives by saying that vehicles meeting certain criteria are liable to just a quarter of the usual car taxes. And that is the winning argument. If you buy an 80,000 euro car and you only have to pay taxes of 400 euros instead of 800. The state's promotion of cars with a lower CO2 footprint with savings of up to 9,000 euros is another factor. The most popular electric vehicle in Europe in 2020 was Renault Zoe. And Renault sold almost 100,000 of these cars during this 12-month period. Tesla's Model 3 and Volkswagen's much-touted ID3 took the second and third spots in the ranking.
Rosendas Karloff is the owner of a company that produces electric cars in Bulgaria. His goal is to produce 20,000 cars in 2022. While Bulgaria's electric car market is certainly expanding, electric cars still account for a negligible proportion, just 0.004% of all the cars on Bulgarian roads. Yet Bulgaria boosts the lowest running costs for electric cars of all EU countries. Daskalov blames the lack of incentives for either manufacturers or end consumers for the electric car industry's failure to take off in his country. Across Europe, firstly, there are bonuses for the end consumer with discounts of up to 10,000 euros per car. And separately, manufacturers are offered grants, tax breaks, etc. Unfortunately, none of these things exist in Bulgaria. It would not be difficult for me to manufacture these cars in Romania, which is close to the city where I live or even in another country outside the EU. However, I want to do it in Bulgaria because we are Bulgarian, but at a certain point, when we do all the sums and it turns out that doing it in Bulgaria makes us unable to compete with other countries, we will simply be forced to change our policy and move elsewhere. By the beginning of June 2021, there were 221 charging stations in Bulgaria. At first glance, it seems a reasonable number, but there are several issues hiding under the headline figures. Perhaps the biggest of these is that the charging stations are unevenly distributed and are mainly found in the big cities. Sofia has 50 of them, Fana 26 and Plovdiv 19. But in Burgas, there are only three. This causes certain logistical difficulties, as Daskalov explains. If you want to drive from Sofia to the seaside, how many places can you stop and charge your car? At the moment, the answer for Bulgarian consumers is a hybrid, because in city centers, hybrids can currently travel around 50 kilometers. So for the time being, you can drive 50 kilometers around Sofia on electricity and use the engine on leaving the city. Bulgaria is not alone when it comes to a lack of infrastructure. In fact, charging stations are few and far between along the road networks of most EU member states, according to the new data from the European Automobile Manufacturers Association. The findings show that 10 countries do not even have one charging point per 100 kilometers of major road. Nonetheless, Luca Minka, a 25-year-old Romanian IT specialist, still believes that electric cars are the future. Yes, 100%. I'm absolutely convinced this technology will be the future. I'm 100% convinced it will take over at a certain moment after the manufacturers overcome the recent obstacles, especially those related to the supply of materials for the batteries. And once they have resolved the charging and infrastructure issues, especially here in Eastern Europe, we don't have the infrastructure enjoyed in the US or Western Europe, where you have a well-built network and can get in your car, set your destination, and then your car tells you exactly where to stop and how much to recharge. Until we have that, there is still work to do, but I am convinced that it is the future, probably globally. The time will come all over the world when we will all make the switch to electric cars. The range of cars will be greater, the vehicles will be more practical, and yes, I am convinced that this is the future. 
Poland's President Duda agrees. At the end of August, he passed an act permitting forestry land that cannot be used to grow trees to be repurposed to make way for an electric car factory. There is a need for industrial reconstruction, and this is the moment. This act represents a shift away from the central industrial district. A wonderful idea that was implemented extremely rapidly and with great determination, bringing many benefits to Poland, including a modern economy. And this act offers an unprecedented opportunity to make a developmental leap forward today. Going electric does reduce carbon dioxide emissions, yet it is only as clean as the energy we fuel our electric cars with. And it goes without saying that pedal power remains the cleanest fuel by far. But whatever your take on the relative environmental benefits of jumping on the electric car bandwagon, it is clearly a question of when and not if for EU member states. Have a great day and tune in next time when we discuss cryptocurrencies and their impact on our climate. Thank <laughs> you.